And yes, I can take off the sari and the bindi and the jewelry or whatever else at the end of every day when it's convenient. Though I do want to mention that sharing this on social media has definitely not been as convenient as others portray it. Now, that's not a comparison. It's just a standalone statement. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Carrie Lee C podcast, where I talk about all things from lifestyle and relationship to travel and current events. I'm your host, Carrie, and I'm really excited that you're here today. So, hello, namaste, let's get this started. Today's episode is called You're Not Indian, and it may seem obvious to most of you that I'm not. I know it's obvious to me, but somehow I end up reading this in my DMs or messages at least once a week, and it kind of made me not necessarily want to address it, but more so just start a conversation. Because, well, as you may have figured out by now, I'm not Indian, so why exactly do people keep mentioning it? I recently did an internet search of myself, on accident. I know you're probably thinking, how is that something you do accidentally? Well, let me explain. My brand name is Carrie Lisi, so my social media, my podcast, YouTube, and website all fall under that name. And the other night, I was working on my podcast, and I was checking to see if Google had listed it on their podcast site yet. So I googled something like Carrie Lisi Podcast plus Google Podcasts. And of course, when you Google something, images also pop up. And they were obviously related to my search, and for whatever reason, I decided that I wanted to know what came up. So I clicked to further inspect and I was glancing through them and noticed one had come up on a Reddit thread. And I guess that's how you know you've made it, right? All PR is good PR? No? Anyways, I click on this Reddit thread that had a screenshot of my Instagram account and it was titled, What do you guys think of these white women who get with Indian men and change every single aspect of their lives to be Indian? I'm half white, and if my mom did this, I'd be really weirded out personally. So I started reading replies, and half were supportive of me, which I must admit I was pretty surprised about. And the other half turned into a conversation that I'm all too familiar with, and I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of that today, but we'll do a later episode on that. What I want to talk about is the fact that so many of the comments where people disagreed with what I share on my profile mentioned that she's trying to be Indian and she's not, or this is all fake for social media, she doesn't actually do any of this in real life, and of course the she's made it her whole personality. And I can't leave those comments out because I mean, <laughs> LOL. And for those of you who use LOL for something else, in the US, it's a laugh out loud. And that's exactly what those comments make me do. Uh, we're just gonna start with the first one. So Carrie, why do you post the things that you post? Good question, Carrie. Originally, when I started posting content to social media, I wanted to share content centered around my interracial and intercultural relationship. 
And at the time, DJ and I were engaged, but we married the next year. And a lot of my content centered on me learning Hindi to speak to my in-laws, teaching myself how to wrap a sari, which I didn't actually post tutorials to, so you know. I just posted me wearing the saris because I spent so much time learning how to wrap them I wanted to post content showcasing them, but let's be clear, I would never post a tutorial because I'm definitely not the person to teach people about how to wrap a sari, but that's besides the point. Anyway, I also posted content about my likes and dislikes for India and kind of just generally about my relationship and my immersion into Indian culture. Now, the reason I post this stuff is because, yes, in real life, I do do these things, wear these things, and follow certain practices. I do not do them all the time. And I think that's the thing that many people, when looking at social media, forget that social media is actually just one small look or glimpse into a person's life and this kind of follows through to the last thing where is this my entire identity and the answer is no i post about these things on instagram and youtube and social media as a way to share my experiences and in doing so i have essentially created an outlet for myself part of the reason i started posting more content that wasn't directly related to india though it's still not the majority of my content, is because so many people thought that I was one-dimensional. And so, while not all of my content is focused on my relationship and my immersion into Indian culture anymore, a lot of it is because, again, this is my outlet for posting those things. My husband grew up in Indian culture and he appreciates me being interested and trying new things and wearing saris and celebrating holidays and learning about Hinduism. And I do some of those things almost every day, but I'm not talking to him about it every day. And so if I learn something or I think something, social media has become like my diary at this point, and it allows me to express my feelings around learning more. I have never claimed to be Indian. I would never claim to be Indian. I'm not even trying to be Indian. And a comment that I get a lot on my Instagram account, and it's usually from Indian men in India, saying that if I want to look more Indian, I should dye my hair black. And my response is always, I'm not trying to look Indian or come across as Indian or be Indian. What I really want is I just want to use this platform as a place where I can show appreciation for my husband's culture and for my learning experiences. And, you know, like I said, use it as a diary for myself over time. Yes, I created a following and I'm very grateful for that. In a lot of ways, it's hard thing to navigate because when I started out, I had no idea that people would be so emotionally invested in whether or not this was something I should or shouldn't be doing. I just started the journey to share my experiences and I never want to come across as trying to be something that I'm not. I'm a white woman. I grew up in the US. I had a very easy childhood, you know, ups and downs like any normal kid, but I had a very easy childhood and a pretty, you know, overall easy adulthood so far. And by no means am I trying to portray that I've been through any of the struggles that somebody from India or somebody with Indian ancestry has been through. And yes, I can take off the sari and the bindi and the jewelry or whatever else at the end of every day when it's convenient. Though I do want to mention that sharing this on social media has definitely not been as convenient as others portray it. 
That's not a comparison. It's just a standalone statement. In my last episode, I talk a lot about how toxic social media can be, and I definitely didn't start down this path thinking about the negative aspects of doing so. So let me kind of go back to the I'm not an Indian statement. I'm not an Indian. I never said I was. I'm not trying to be. And I just want to make it very crystal clear to anybody listening who's upset about my Indian content that that's not what I'm trying to imply, okay? Moving on from that, before it turns the conversation towards appropriation, which is kind of the subject I was alluding to earlier that I plan on discussing in another episode, but I don't quite feel like taking that on today, so we're going to move on to the next thing where people think that everything I do on my social media is only for social media and fake. So some of the things I imagine that these comments could be regarding are things like my post where I say, These are the things I love about India. These are the Indian foods I love. Me wearing a sari in my videos, or me wearing a bindi. Me saying I'm reading or learning anything about Hinduism, or that I'm Hindu, or have idols in my home and wear sindoor on my forehead. I want to be crystal clear that when I say these things are not fake, and they're not things I just do for social media, and that they're actually part of my life, that I mean that. What I don't mean is that I wake up every day and I put on traditional Indian attire and I walk around like that. What's real about those things is that I married a man from India. I got married with his family and friends surrounding us in India, in his small hometown of Raukela, Odessa, and I embraced that culture. When my mother-in-law asks me to wear a bindi and my wedding bangles and sindoor every day in the US, do I do it? No, (laughs) but when I think about it, I try to do it. And because it's not something that I grew up doing or seeing, it's not something I think to do every day, but I do try to implement it into my life because I want to embrace both cultures. And I want for when DJ and I have children, for them to still see that part of their culture in their daily life. Will they see it every day? No, but do I hope that I remember to do it enough that they'll remember the other half of their culture? Yes. I do occasionally wear Sindor out of the house, and I do get some strange looks. I've had people tell me my forehead is bleeding, and I even try to wear a minimal amount where my hair kind of falls over the front of it so most people don't notice, but I do occasionally wear it out of the house. I also wear my bangles. Sometimes, though, I'm not a very big jewelry person, and I never wear the bindis out of the house. Unless I'm going to some kind of Indian event that we're having with friends, then I might. But this falls very heavily into the topic of appropriation, especially in the US, and I would absolutely never wear it out of the house by myself if DJ wasn't with me. Again, occasionally yes for an event, but by myself, it's a no. The other things, well, They're not as noticeable, and I don't wear them because of the fact that they're less noticeable because of embarrassment or anything like that. I wear the less noticeable items because I won't be publicly in trouble for that here, as controversial as that might sound. But to reiterate, I do wear these things. It's not fake for social media. In some of my videos, you'll see me wearing these things, and some you won't. And I try to post an equal amount of that these days so that people don't think that I'm like that every day. Though it really doesn't matter, people are going to think what they want. Now, I don't wear a sari out and around, maybe to an event or something, usually at home. What it is is that I'm trying on these clothes because I really only have a two-week period every year to wear them when we go to India. 
And I can wear them in India while we're there because that seems to be, for the most part, accepted by the majority of people. And I know that my in-laws enjoy when I embrace the clothing there. And I also really enjoy wearing those things. I've always been a fuller coverage clothing kind of person, so I really enjoy wearing an Indian kurti. Sari I'm not as comfortable in. A lot of the time when I post content wearing a sari or something like that, it's because I'm practicing before we go to India on how to wrap a sari on my own so other people don't have to do it for me. And then I'm like, well, I have this on, you know, maybe I'll create some India related content, but it's not a I go put that on so I can make content kind of thing. I'm just like, somebody should see that I have this on and there's no evidence that I ever put it on and did this myself. Not to say I can do it better than anybody, but just to say that this took a lot of effort. I finally figured it out and I'm happy about that. And again, Instagram is my diary, social media is my diary. And so I like to share as far as content, like these are the things that I love about India. A lot of my followers over time have ended up being from India. And so I know they like to see that kind of content. I don't mind sharing it because it is genuine. I would never post about loving certain things about India that I didn't love and then try to pass it off like that was accurate. I try really hard to be genuine and thoughtful and do I always get it right? Absolutely not, but I try to. And again, I just try to be genuine. So moving on to the next thing that I read on Reddit about Indian culture being my entire identity, it's definitely not. Like I said, I wear these certain pieces of Indian attire sometimes, not all of the time, but because social media has become my diary where I share a lot of that style of content, people will look at my profile and assume that that's all there is to me. And I feel like, and this is probably also slightly controversial to say, but it is my experience, I think that a lot of that is Gen Z speaking, because I'll see the same things online in regard to my content, or the kind of content that I'm posting from this younger generation, and they'll say things like, this is her entire identity, or there's a fine line between appreciation and appropriation, and she's crossed it, or she's fetishizing Indian culture, or she's claiming that these things are her own, which I'm definitely not, and I'm pretty sure people looking at my page are smart enough to know that I didn't create how to wear a sari or anything like that. And though these comments probably shouldn't make me laugh, they do. Because they're almost identical in the way that they are written. It's like somebody has gone further up in the comment section and then copy-pasted, and then somebody else copy-pasted that. And they make me laugh because what that really means to me is that the people leaving these comments really have no idea of who I am as a person, you know? I feel like if I didn't embrace my husband's culture, people would be upset about that. If I do, people are upset about that. And in a lot of ways, that's kind of just like life, right? You can't make everyone happy, so you just have to kind of do what's best for you. And in this case, what's best for DJ and I. And I think that we have the right balance going, you know? Most days I'm not in a sari, I'm not in a kurti, I'm not making Indian food. And the only time we're talking about India is when somebody leaves a nasty comment. We do have Hindu gods around the house, idols or murtis, I'm not sure, I get a lot of different uh, insights, I'll call them, as to what to call those. Uh, we do have a little altar, and at our front door we have signs that say namaste and hello. Yes, 
I know they are the same thing, but for us, it was a way to represent the two cultures in our home, and I think we have a really good mix of that. Now, do I enjoy learning how to cook Indian food? Yes, and probably once a week I'm listening to a Hindi language audio class. And we're always dreaming of our next trip to India to see family and explore together. So I think, you know, to sum this all up, yes, India and Indian culture are a big part of my life, but by no means do I think I'm Indian. Is it my entire identity? or is what I'm doing fake in any way? If the people who trolled me or left nasty comments actually took the time to go through all of my content and social media, or took the time to message me, then they would know better. But I think a lot of it is this kind of propaganda that's been spread. And so I think it's important that collectively, we don't just immediately criticize what we see other people doing and that we take the time to understand where a creator is coming from and also why people might be triggered or upset or bothered by that content. Now that doesn't mean that either of our opinions has to change. I just think it means that there's a way to coexist where we are all as respectful to one another as we can be. I hope you enjoyed this conversation about the content that I post. Thank you for listening. Go ahead and hit that follow button and we'll see you in the next episode.